Hello there, everybody. It's Melissa. I'm back. Welcome to another episode. Today I want to talk a little bit about something that is a very prevalent topic in the autistic community, and that is the topic of empathy. It is a long-held belief and myth that autistic people don't feel empathy. This is definitely not true. But in saying that, as an autistic person, I admit that I do struggle with empathy sometimes, and I definitely process feelings and emotions differently than my neurotypical counterparts. <laughs> That's always been obvious to me. I didn't always know why. Um, there have been times in my life where I felt kind of like uh, a jerk or felt selfish for not feeling ways that I thought I was supposed to be feeling, uh, according to everyone around me or according to observing others. Um, so finding out that I'm autistic has really cleared up a lot of things for me in that regard. Um, but I gotta say, like, the, the stereotype that autistic people have no empathy, um, you know, just because I struggle with that, um, struggle with empathy, um, doesn't mean I have none. And actually there are times, um, a lot of times where I have what is considered to be hyper empathy. So there are times where I feel more empathy than most other people would in that same situation. Um, but then there are other times where I really struggle with feeling empathetic um, in certain situations. So, um, you know, this this is true across the board with emotions for me, really any type of emotion. It's either kind of like very much um, at a 10, <laughs> like very much just um, a lot of emotion that I can't contain or... Um, really at a lot lower level. I'll never say a zero. I'm never emotionless, but you know, be at like a one or a two on a scale of one to 10. So yeah. Um, this, this topic is tricky because I'm trying to be honest without perpetuating the stereotype, you know, like I, I really want to um, speak to my own experiences on this podcast. I mean, that's what I've been doing and that's all I can do because I'm just one person living my own autistic experience. Um, I can't speak for anyone else, but, uh, yeah, there's, there's definitely been times where, um, where empathy has eluded me. I just, there are times when I, I don't understand why someone is upset, um, or if I do understand why they're upset, um, I mean, I guess it's not that I don't understand why. Like, I can cognitively understand why someone is upset if they are. Um, but 
for me to um, emotionally get in on that feeling with them. Like, I feel like there's a difference between cognitively understanding something and like emotionally joining in. Um, so I guess that's, that's sort of the thing with me is, is sometimes, um, sometimes, okay. So I'm trying to think of the way to say this. I, I guess I've noticed in, in thinking about this recently, um, knowing now that I'm autistic and, and understanding a little bit more about my neurotype and having everything make so much more sense. Um, I think that a lot of times when I can't empathize or when I'm finding it difficult is either one, when I've never been in that situation that sometimes happens, like I feel like I can empathize much more easily with someone if I have been in that particular situation before. So I can like put myself there and remember when I was going through that and more easily empathize with that person. So if I've never been in that particular situation, um, I find it difficult to empathize. Um, this, this isn't true across the board. Like I think, um, a good example of that would be like homeless people. Like I have a lot of empathy for homeless people. Um, I really find it horrific that some people don't have a home. Um, I can't imagine living on the street, um, especially, you know, as a woman, I feel like that would be terrifying. And, uh, I know for many, many, many of these people, um, their lives have just uncontrollably, uncontrollably turned that way, or they've had tragic events. Like there, it's just, it's sad. It's sad. I have a lot of empathy and I've never been homeless. Right. So I can empathize with that situation just because I can imagine how terrible that would be. Um, so it's not true across the board. Like I can sometimes empathize with situations that I've never personally been in. Um, but sometimes I notice that that is, that can be a time when I struggle as if I can't put myself directly in that person's shoes, um, via my own personal experience. Um, another time that I struggle with empathy is when, um, Ugh. there are sometimes when people are very much in their feelings and, um, having an emotional reaction to something, um, and logically it doesn't make sense to me. So I guess if someone's going through something, but I can, to me, it doesn't make sense because there are solutions to the problem or logically like the things that they're feeling don't make sense to me from, from a cognitive or logical point of view. Um, or if there's plenty of ways to remedy the situation or to, in my opinion, start feeling better or moving forward or doing whatever. Um, that sometimes is hard for me when I'm like, let's just make a plan and get through this and start moving forward and I'll help you. And, you know, and the person seems to just be kind of stuck in their feelings. Um, those situations can be hard, not always, but often, um, you know, and I think those are, those are the two biggies when I, when I've never been in the actual situation or, um, 
or when logically the the reaction of the person is not making sense to me on like a cognitive level um there are times where I am just sort of absent of feeling an emotion about certain things um but I've found that those are usually circumstances where um, I'm having like a processing issue. Um, and sometimes in those situations, those feelings will come out later. Like if something happens and it doesn't bother me in the moment the way I feel like it maybe should, then I can sometimes expect that later down the road that thing will resurface at an inconvenient time probably and I will feel it then so there is sometimes just a delayed empathy or a delayed feeling of any emotion in general um so there's that um but then also there are times where I just struggle for I don't even know why there are just times where I I just struggle with certain feelings and empathy being one of them. Um, and I can't really put my finger on why sometimes. Um, and there's maybe not always a good reason why. Um, but I think it's problematic because I think that people associate people with little or no empathy with people who are violent or, um, uncaring like in a in a sociopathic or like psychopathic way um and that's definitely like I I don't think that aligns because there are a lot of times where I have I struggle with empathy and I struggle with feeling certain things but um you know I'm vegan for ethical reasons I can't stand the thought of animals dying just so I can have something to eat um I have a heart. I don't kill bugs. I don't, we had a mouse in our house this week. He got in through an open door and I bought these mouse traps that were the snappy kind. And I couldn't, we ended up getting humane ones. Cause I'm like, I just can't kill the mouse. I can't do it. Like, I feel so bad. Like he didn't mean to get in here. We bought a humane trap. We got him. We set him free in the field down the street from our house. Like, you know, so it's like, just because someone struggles with empathy or certain other feelings um, doesn't mean that they're a heartless person or that they, you know, are a psychopath. <laughs> so, and I think, um, I think that's an important distinction to make. Um, but, you know, as I said, there are other times where I feel hyper empathy, where there's so much empathy going on that um, it's almost unbearable. Uh, and those are times when, um, I can either really relate and put myself in that person's shoes or just the scenario is so unimaginably horrific to me that, um, you know, I have a very vivid and active imagination, so it's not hard for me to, to put myself in someone's shoes sometimes. Like, um, for example, a time when I felt, uh, a hyper empathy was, um, I met this woman, I was at this retreat that was for women. It was a few years ago. Um, it was a really cool experience. It was like a meditation, like 
self-reflection sort of retreat thingy. It was cool. Um, it makes me sound like a big hippie and I don't care. Um, but, um, I met this woman there. She was actually, we partnered up with people over the weekend. This was like, so out of my comfort zone going to something like this. Like I, oh goodness gracious. This was way before I knew I was autistic, but it was very much just like, wow, very much outside my comfort zone. And I ended up having the best, everyone there was so kind and welcoming. Like everyone was there for the same purpose. Um, and it ended up being a great experience. Anyway, that was a tangent, but, um, I was paired up with this woman and she was going through some grief because she lost her daughter, her young daughter to cancer and me being a parent myself and thinking that losing one of my children would be the most horrific thing that could ever happen to me. I don't even know how anyone survives that situation. Um, I, you know, I sort of, we did a lot of processing that weekend together, her and I, and I saw a lot of emotion and I felt that emotion right along with her because not only was she so openly um, expressing it right in my vicinity where sometimes I do like, um, absorb the emotions and vibes of others, especially if I, if I kind of click and connect with that person, which I felt like I did with her. Um, but also like me just not even being able to imagine that level of pain, but trying to put myself there and just feeling, I felt it with her. I truly, truly did. And, uh, when I got back from that retreat, it's odd now to think back because, um, when I got back from that retreat, it was so emotionally, um, and socially taxing to me that I took an entire, it was probably, it was probably like an entire month before I recovered fully from that. And it was just a week, it was like a four day weekend retreat, um, for, yeah, like Thursday through Sunday. Um, now knowing that I'm autistic, I'm like, oh my God, it makes so much sense of why I could not bounce back after that experience. Um, but at first I was like scared cause there was like two weeks where, um, I felt like, um, like I was totally disassociated with my body and with my mind. It was like, I couldn't feel anything. I was totally numb. I was totally sort of just like out of it. I was zoned out. I was tired. I was exhausted. I was just, it was a lot. It was so, so, so much. It was a great experience, but it was so much to recover from. Now, knowing what I know about myself, I probably wouldn't go back into a situation like that just because it was so much, um, for me to process. Um, but nevertheless, anyway, so, you know, there are moments where I feel hyper empathy. I was just watching a, a video on Instagram from the Dodo. If you guys don't follow that page, it's like animal, it's like heartwarming animal stories. That account always makes me cry. Always. Like every story I see, but this particular story was like, um, there was a, a whale that got beached. I don't remember. It was a blue whale, a gray whale. I don't remember what kind of whale, but anyway, these people on the beach spent four hours trying to get this whale 
back into deep enough water so it could swim away and spoiler alert they did it and they got the whale into the deeper water and the whale swam away and I was like and I was like you know so I was feeling that experience so anything to do with animals gets me you guys I just can't um so then there's that side of it of like you know, there was a really long period of time where I avoided watching what's now one of my favorite shows, Grey's Anatomy. Um, my fiance has been a big fan of that show and was trying to get me to watch it forever. And I'm really interested in medical stuff. So I don't know, I, I figure, you know, I would have gotten on board with it sooner, but I knew in that show, there's a lot of situations where people are dying. I have a hard time watching stuff like that. Um, not when it's like theatrical, like horror movies don't really bother me, like stuff like that where I'm like, this is fake, it's not really happening. Um, but shows with like this this vein of like reality where it's like this kind of stuff really happens to people. People actually get in car accidents, people's moms die of cancer, like all of this stuff that's like very real life, even though it's a made for TV drama. But shows like that are very hard for me to watch. I have a really hard time with death. Um, and, uh, it's an upsetting thing to me. And, and when we're watching that show, there's sometimes I just, yeah, I can't because it's, it's, I feel everything that the people are feeling and, and, uh, it's difficult. So, you know, I am, it's, it's odd because I'm either on the very, very low end of feeling things or the very, very, very high end of feeling things. It's rarely, rarely, rarely that I'm in the middle, if ever. When have I ever just felt in the middle of anything, really? I feel like my whole life operates at either one or (laughs) ten or zero or ten. You know what I mean? It's like these extremes of everything. It's crazy. Does anyone else have that? The extremes. I feel like that falls into like the black and white thinking that goes along with autism. So maybe there's black and white feeling too. It's either like all or nothing. It's this or it's that, you know? So, uh, I wanted to, I wanted to talk about empathy. I've been wanting to discuss this for a while and how it relates to me and how, um, I've really, uh, started to understand myself a lot better since I got my diagnosis um, in regards to this and why I, I've reacted certain ways to certain things in the past and really just sort of like forgiving myself and allowing myself to feel the way that I feel. Like we're not all the same. We don't all show things or process things in the same way. Um, and that's okay. And it's fine. And You know, there are times I've gotten good at acting. This is a form of masking, you know, where it's like, oh, I should be feeling like everyone around me is feeling this way, so I need to sort of put this on. Um, And there are times when, yeah, I mean, to be socially acceptable, you kind of have to do that. I hate to say that, like, but sometimes people just don't understand. Um, So I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to. I'm trying to be as authentic as possible now in my life. Um, but there are still moments where I feel like I just need to fit in, in this moment. Like it's not an appropriate time for me to, (laughs) for me to be just real right now. I don't know. Um, so 
Yeah. Oh, and I saw someone posting on Instagram today also about um, empathy as it relates to like communication and conversation and when someone is coming to you with a problem and you reciprocate by telling a story about yourself that's similar and how sometimes this person who posted this said that they've been called like self-involved or narcissistic for like always talking about themselves or making it all about them and um I know that I very much do this. I I definitely try to relate to people in that way. And I think that goes back to one of the first things I said, right? About like um, one of the times where I have an easier time relating to people or having empathy for something is if I've actually been in that situation myself. So I think when I'm in conversation with someone and they're like relaying a problem to me or having like a, a struggle and I'm like, oh, like, oh, that happened to me too. And I can convey that back to them. And no one's ever told me that they've thought I was being selfish. But I feel like I always follow it up with like, I'll tell my little story of what happened to me. And then I'll be like, so I'm saying like, I know how you feel. And then I urge them to talk more about themselves. So I don't just keep going on and on about me. And when that happened to me and my problem, I feel like if you bring it back around to the other person, it's usually okay. I feel like a lot of people don't mind that. And if they have minded it, no one's ever said anything to me. So (laughs) maybe they have minded and they just haven't said anything. I don't know. So anyway, empathy, it's a tricky topic. And I'm, I'm really not ashamed to talk about this these days because I do feel like I'm not alone. I feel like there are people out there who are autistic who struggle sometimes with feeling empathy in the way that society tells us that we should. Um, And it's okay. You know, that doesn't mean you're a terrible person. It doesn't mean that you're not caring. Um, I feel like being caring and having empathy are two different things also. Empathy is a very specific um, niche emotion. (laughs) So yeah um okay I think that's all I'm gonna say about that for now I feel like I might revisit this topic in the future but I'm glad I finally talked about it I've been wanting to do this one for a long time but it just it felt like a really big topic that I I didn't even really know how to broach but I think I did okay what do you think did I do okay all right guys as usual I am putting my contact info in the show notes. And if you want to reach out, I am always happy to hear from people. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, if you're on a um, platform that where you can leave a rating and a review, that would be amazing. I'm trying to just sort of spread the word now on this little podcast of mine. I've been um, getting a surprising amount of listeners, listeners, listenings. (laughs) I don't know. But makes me happy. It makes me happy that people are enjoying the podcast and, and my ramblings. So thank you, everyone. Um, yeah, that's all for today. I hope you guys are having a great day or a great afternoon or a great evening or whenever you're listening or a great night. All right. I will talk to you all next time. Bye.